Coming to you almost live from an HTTP 404 error message, this is What About, an Edmonton improv podcast. I'm your host, Scott, and today's topic is the internet. And now a simple explanation of a complicated topic. The topic is Bitcoin. It's when you get a chocolate coin, but someone already took a bite out of it. Dad, the day's finally come. We're not going another day without the internet. And I called AOL.com, and they're going to come install it today. You went over my head on this, Jeremy. I thought we'd agreed. I need to communicate with the outside world. I need it for homework. But you've got the pigeon. Pigeon! See? Strap a message to him, and he'll get to anyone. He makes a mess of all my notes. No need. He's already here. Hi, it's me, AOL boy. Could you... Turn down your outfit, sir. It's very bright. No, 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 no. This is the light of the future, old man, all right? If you're not going to get on board, then you're off board, and people off board drown. Wow. It's like the Titanic. He's made of pure energy. Yeah, whoa. I don't know about this, Jeremy. I thought we had a good thing going, you know, getting rustic, taking it back to our roots. Hey, could you please just stop moving things around? No, oh, no, gotta move stuff around, all right? You're, all your stuff is in the way of the Wi-Fi signals, all right? We're gonna put routers in every freaking corner of your home. I, I built that wall for a reason. I don't understand why you need to tear it down. Oh, I can tell you built it. Shitty worksmanship on this wall. Real easy for me to tear down. If I can tear it down, so can cyber criminals. What, you mean like Jean-Claude Van Damme in that movie Cyborg? No, I mean like Robocop and Chappie. You see, Dad, we were a lot more vulnerable than you ever thought. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, listen. Uh, pigeons, come. We need to fortify the home. No, no, pigeons aren't gonna help you with none of that kind of stuff. You need cybersecurity, all right? You need a password protecting your Wi-Fi, protecting your connection to the world from people who would do you harm. So a password should be something complex, something that no one's gonna be able to guess. Like my name. Yes, exactly like your name, Jeremy. No, I'm going to stop you there. Lots of people know the name Jeremy, okay? Yeah, but only him and I know it's a password. Yeah, and, and the and correct spelling of Jeremy. And my name, Jeremy, is spelled with 26 silent characters before it. Oh, Random. Oh, then that's amazing. That's the kind of Jeremy that you want, all right? That is your online persona. That is your avatar. That is your future. You see, Dad, it paid off. You were so mad when I got my birth certificate and the guy typing it out died on the keyboard. But now it was all worthwhile. Huh. You're right, son. I'll never doubt you again. And thank you, AOL boy. You're welcome. I'll be back. And AOL is never gonna die. Well... Should we look up activities to do? Hold on. we got to start preparing for Y2K. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Sorry to keep you here so late on a Friday night. Just we need to come up with something before the end of the day. Any Anyone? What yeah. about people getting hit in the balls? That's always funny, right? Right? It was 2011. Anyone else hit me with them? Hit me with them. Okay. What about, uh, what about uh, toaster strudels? Okay, expand, expand. Okay, uh, what about a, an anthropomorphized uh, toaster strudel that just it just says what th- what they think? What, mm. what what's on the mind of a toaster strudel? Isn't that funny? Are we going for a promotional angle here? Is oh, this like an we, ad campaign? Oh, we meme definitely or? could layer that on top. That would be great. Okay, you know, okay. really good for pop tart and uh, yeah. Uh, 
what? How do we feel about recycling content? I've got a lot of uh, uh, cats and cheeseburgers on back order right now. Mm, I think we're going to have to wait until at least 2020 to bring that stuff around again. Sorry. We tried that in the European Council and we only had grave results. We tried to bring back mustache jokes and it did not go well. Listen, folks, I'm thinking we take more of an angle of organic memes. We've got to find a, an image that really encapsulates the the culture of the day and then make it make it feel natural. You know, we'll go out to all of our bot accounts, make it organic. Well, Jensen has a, has a stack of uh, very provocative images. Uh, Jensen, why don't you show show us a few? Pop oh, them yeah. up in the yeah, projector. Pop them give, give me a second here. Let me just get yeah. out my PowerPoint. Okay, um, so number one in Canada, big thing there, maple syrup. Mm. Another big thing there, Justin Trudeau. Mm. Those are the two, so maybe we could mold them together, a sticky Justin Trudeau up there for everyone. I think that would be quality stuff. I'm liking the Trudeau angle. We didn't really capitalize that last time it came around on the on the hip cycle. So let's uh let's keep going. Anyone else with that one? Uh, we we lost a lot of followers last time we posted something political. I, I mm. think we should go for something more PG. Oh, what like cats? I think the cat thing is awesome. Well, What's what can, wrong with the cats? What can the cats keep? do? I feel like we've outdone themselves. Like you know, they're cute and everything, but uh, but what else can they do? Ha- have you seen the one that can sit in the box? Yes, I, yes, no. yes. I the cats it. can fit in the box. I, I can has sit. Uh, I fit, I sit. <laughs> uh, I right? do hate to interject, but we did try that in the European Council, and unfortunately that cat in a box became our Prime Minister. Oh, wow. How did that work out? It's been an absolute nightmare. That's why our economy's gone. That's why we need more of these memes to bring back the European economy. You ever tried dipping that cat in maple syrup? There's an idea. Listen, I I like the toaster strudel. I like the Justin Trudeau maple syrup. We can we can bring them together. Lessen the political content. Bit of a sweet treat. We're gotta breakfast memes. It could be like a whole thing. Well, animals too. I mean, there's there's more than just cats. Birds are funny. True. Birds true. are funny. Birds had personalities. I mean, why don't we combine the two? Birds and breakfast? Birds, breakfast, birds for breakfast. I notice Viva trying not to be political here, and unfortunately right now the Prime Minister of Austria is a bird. So. Oh, sh- shit. You ever I dipped him in maple syrup? Now that is a thought we have not had. All right, folks, it's hitting 9 p.m. Let's get it back on track. Breakfast, Justin Trudeau, toaster strudel. I say we pull up our Photoshop and design experts... Justin Trudeau eating a toaster strudel. Bird takes the toaster strudel. Insert caption here. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So many panels. I- I'm seeing this. I, I think it's going to be a hit. I think it's going to be a hoot and a hit. Can the last photo just be the toaster strudel having Justin Trudeau's luscious locks? Yeah, yeah. And that the last panel will be a chance for people to insert their own faces into the toaster strudel yes, and yes, really make it relatable. Oh, yeah. Faceinahole.com. I love that website. <laughs> and now a word from our sponsors. Hi, it's me, the CEO of Bing, just reminding all of our employees to stop Googling things. If you're like me, you're growing tired of mainstream media. Movies that had characters, plot, location. You need something faster. You're tired of Netflix. So was I. So I invented my own streaming service. All movies made by me and of me. Subscribe to Bretflix for only $13.99 a month. Bretflix. It's all about me. 
emailed by a Nigerian prince recently? Do not fall for it. Thousands of elderly people are falling victim to this Nigerian prince. I thought he really liked me. And I've been single since my uh, partner of 70 years passed away. So all I wanted was somebody to keep me warm at night. And this prince comes along, true fantasy story, until I've realized my mistake. You might be entitled to financial compensation if you have been contacted by this Nigerian prince. Call one 800 Four two zero six nine six nine. Over the years, uh, people have been curious about social media. It's become such a widespread thing on the internet. Everyone's using it, and it does come with myriad pitfalls and dangers. So we decided that we would bring on an expert today to answer any questions or concerns that you might have as our listeners. So uh, as we get ready to take your calls, let's uh, meet our expert. Hi there, folks. My name is Savage Randy. I'm a dangerous bloke, and I'm experienced in dangerous pokes, Facebook-wise. Don't do them. They're not cool anymore. Now, I have made a lot of mistakes myself online, and I've learned from these mistakes. Back in 2003, I was starting off on nexopia.com. Made a couple posts, lost everything. All my money, my house, my family, my reputation, even my own identity. Now, I have reconstructed my life, and I've learned a lot of great lessons. And I'm here to share those tidbits to prevent my own mistakes from occurring in your life. Let's go to our first caller. Hi, uh, Savage Randy? Hi there, who do we have today? Uh, my name's, my name's Gerald, uh... And I'm I'm applying for my first job, and I'm I'm pretty nervous about it because uh, they mentioned they'd be checking my my social media history. All right, Gerald, the classic Jab Bear. Don't be a Scare Bear, Jab Bear, because I will be your Care Bear. Now tell me this, Jerry, where are you applying? I'm I'm applying to work at a a, a restaurant. It's a it's Boston Pizza, actually. Ah, yes, yeah, old BPs. Yeah, and uh, I. I was looking through my Twitter and I I found a couple of tweets that I I would like to read out to you because I I want to know if they'd bring up any red flags for an employer. Hey, absolutely, I'll be your lineman. So I uh I recently uh, retweeted a link to uh, five easy steps to starting your own satanic ritual. Okay. Um. Uh. My previous tweet was um. Uh. God, I love the smell of blood in the morning when I am drawing it into a pentagram. Very good. No. You have actually chosen an excellent business to get involved with. Uh, You may have heard, of course, of the great big, the BP oil spill. That was from Boston Pizza. Now, Boston Pizza, it's an evil corporation. If you ever look at the pizza slices, they are cut into a pentagram. That's correct. Mm. So, you actually might want to amp that up a bit. Talk about the occult. Talk about your relationship with Satan. So, you're saying that this is like... I'm in, basically. You know, like, I'm into a lot of really, really heavy stuff. Uh, I recently, uh, on Instagram, I posted some photos of uh, talismans I found and passed that energy into the internet, and I noticed a lot of my friends came down with colds. Wow, that is a good power. I would recommend using that to get tips at your new job. Thanks, Savage Randy. Hey, thank you. All right, next call in the air. Who do we have? Uh, hello. Yes, um, my name is uh, Bertha. Uh, I'm just calling because I, I can't friggin' figure out how to, uh, uh, you know, get the camera off of my Facebook. Every time I log in, I just do something with my finger and it switches to the camera. And I, I don't know um, what I've done. 
to deserve this, and I, I don't know how to switch it off ever, so I just uh, exit. Now, Beth, it's a common mistake we have. If we keep on posting pictures of our fingers online, weird pictures like that, eventually our friends and family start to think of us as those pictures and not as ourselves. So you might have to transition into being a finger. Oh, my God. I'm... Uh... I'm so good at being a finger already. I mean, I just hang out with my four other friends, and uh, I love to uh, just uh, find stuff and put it in my pockets. There you go. You just got to find a hand, a helping hand, and you should be fine. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you, Beth. All right, next caller. Who do we have here? Hey, uh, my name's uh, Stephen, and I've got a bit of a sensitive question. It's a bit personal. All right, sounds good. Um... Recently, I was just playing some games online, and uh, this kid found out who my my first and my last name, and he started going on all my social media accounts, and he said that he fucked my mom. Is that true? That is true. If it's online, it's true. That's the savage truth. But I I, I went onto his profile, and he's he's from New Jersey, and I don't think my mom's ever been to New Jersey. We're just from Wetaskiwin. I. Hey, there's so much I need to figure out about my mom if this if this guy... Listen, if your mom is appealing enough, people will travel. Cars cost less in Wetaska and so does your mom. You shouldn't say that. I'm sorry, I'm Savage Randy. I'll tell it how it is. Okay, I'm going to go talk to my mom about this. I've got a lot to think about. Thanks so much for calling in I'm today. not going to thank you for what you've told me today. You are so welcome for all my info. Next caller, who do we have today? Uh, hey, so, uh, I'm Rick, and I'm trying to sell some stuff online. Now, that is a great idea, Rick. A lot of people have made a lot of money from selling trinkets online. Elon Musk, Stephen Hawking, just to name two. Well, see, the issue here is that I'm trying to sell it, but, like, I don't want everybody to know that I'm selling it, particularly the police. Very good. I'd recommend making big posts on Kijiji and Craigslist, but using innuendo to describe what you're saying. What uh, are you selling there, my friend? I'm trying to sell quality doobie doobie doos. All right. Scooby, uh, an illegal cartoon dog. Now, if you are trying to sell a great Dane who is a cartoon online, there might be some barriers, but remember... Use that language. I'd recommend describing it as maybe marijuana, saying I'm selling a uh, a dog-shaped joint. Okay. People will get the message, and you can illegally smuggle that cartoon dog. Thank you so much. Thanks for calling in. Next caller, who do we have here today? Okay, so this, like, piece of shit Monica blocked me on Instagram, and I don't even understand, because, like, I kissed her boyfriend at one party, and suddenly, like, my best friend hates me, and now she won't let me see any of her content, and, like, I know she's posting all over her story about me, and it's just driving me insane. All right, tell me more about this boy. Okay, listen, so his name's Jeffrey, and he's really cute, and, like, honestly, I had him first. Like, I don't know what Monica's even thinking. He's had eyes on me since the second grade, and then all of a sudden she gets so big and large about herself, and she just thinks that she can do whatever she wants, and now she won't even talk to me. Well, let me guess. You are a government employee, is this correct? Yes, This sounds yes. like classic gossip drama going down at City Hall. Yes, we're, we're both on city council together, so that makes it a little bit more complicated because she blocked me on her public account so everyone can see. Okay, you're going to have to start what I call a smear campaign. So you're going to have to just start getting really vicious online, attacking her, her family, her loved ones. So I should just, like, send insults and, like, hitmen to all of her friends and family's houses and just, like, totally destroy her life? Yes, you know, it is time for World War Three. Thank you. 
All right, looks like we got one more caller. Who are we talking to today here? Uh, hi, Savage Randy. Oh, there, who am I talking with? Uh, my name is Bill. Bill. And I've just recently started an online relationship over Facebook. And uh, while things have been getting very, uh, <laughs> very, very intimate, um, I've started to get concerned that maybe I'm being catfished. And, and I want to know what I should look for in a catfishing situation. You know, it is a very common mistake to have. Um, I actually had this happen to me tragically online myself. Uh, I was one time I thought I was engaging in a relationship with who I thought was a freshwater trout. I showed up at the blind date. There I am. And who's in front of me but a big whiskery catfish. So what you want to look for in this catfishing situation is they do have whiskers to kind of sense electronic pulses in the air. Mm -hmm. They don't have teeth. Mm -hmm. They have a wide flat head. Mm -hmm. And the going to mostly like to be in little estuaries attached to rivers. Oh, and I was invited out to a date in an estuary. Mm, it's a red flag. Oh, now, well, I'm not saying don't go, but don't go without hesitation. All right. Well, you, you know what? I'm, I'm open-minded, and I'm willing to at least maybe see where this goes. You know, always wear protection. I recommend at least hip waders. Right on. Well, thank you so much for your advice. Hey, thanks for calling in. All right. This has been Savage Randy's Internet Show. Let's see. Do we have any more callers today? Yes. Hello? 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 Hello, this is... This is Sam. Sam? This is your son, Sam. Sam, how... Sam, are you alive? I've been looking all over for you. Sam, I thought you were dead. I was dead inside until I found you. But where are you, Sam? The last I saw you, you were for sale on the dark web. Yeah, that was a pretty pretty rough situation, but but I got out of it, and um, here I am today. I'm I'm outside. You're, did you buy yourself online and ship yourself to your dad, Sam? That's right. I'm I'm resourceful, just like my dad. <laughs> I'm so proud of you, Sam. Sam, do you have any tips for our listeners about responsible online profiling? Family first. <laughs> Always keep that in mind, because they're your blood. They're always going to be there for you, even when they're not. There you had it, right from Savage Sam himself. <laughs> Don't call me Savage, Dad. Just Sam. Just Sam. I'm so happy I got my family back. And it looks like this is a happy ending for Savage Randy. Remember, folks, stay online and do it in time. Catch you next time. And now a word from our sponsors. you have a website that needs more pop-up ads? It's me, Paul, from Paul's Pop-Ups. You should come down to Paul's Pop-Ups where we have all your pop-up ad needs. Do you need a porn pop-up? We have porn pop-ups here at Paul's Pop-Ups. Come to Paul's Pop-Ups where we can give you all the pop-ups you need for your internet website. Paul's Pop-Ups. Pop over over. I just wanted a puppy pop-up and Paul's Pop-Ups gave me the perfect puppy pop-up that I wanted. Paul's Pop-Ups, where you can get your puppy pop-ups. Ah, I wanted a new pop-up to describe new soda pop I'm trying to do. 7-Up, 7-Up, soda pop pop-ups. And Paul's Pop-Ups got me that 7-Up, Paul pop pop up, and I could even say pop-pop. I wanted a Paul's Pop-Up that popped as popping as my popcorn, and it popped right up into my mouth. Oh, yeah. My dad died. I don't have a pop-pop anymore. Now Paul's got me a pop-pop to pop-pop while I was watching porn. It scared me. Check out Paul's Pop-Ups. We have a pop-up store popping up near you with Paul's Pop-Ups. Now, if you're like me, you love George Strombolopoulos pop-ups. So, at Paul's Pop-Ups, they provided me with all the George Strombolopoulos Strombolopoulos show pop-ups I could ever possibly want. 
I'm a big fan of Puff Daddy, but if you want to hear more Puff Daddy pop-ups, then you gotta go to Paul's Pop-Ups to see some Puff Daddy popping up in this bitch. If you thought you couldn't pop and then stop with Pringles, try Paul's Pop-Ups. You'll pop until you die. We've got Pop Pop-Ups. We've got Pringle Pop-Ups. We've got Puff Daddy Pop-Ups. We have all the pop-ups you could possibly need for your website. Paul's Pop-Ups. The one-stop pop-up shop. And now a simple explanation of a complicated topic. The topic is Bitcoin. It's uh, when you all have a funny joke that you keep on repeating, it's a Bitcoin. Hi there, listeners. NPR's Ira Glass here tonight. We've heard a lot of talks about the internet and the currency that comes along with it. Now, as we all know, there were many victims of the Bitcoin bubble, but there are victims we haven't even considered. These, of course, are the cryptids who were left behind when their cryptocurrency was ignored. We have a series of cryptids with us here today in the studio. We're going to be talking about their lives, learning a little bit more, all this and more on This American Life. Hi there. So I'm speaking now with, of course, a chupacabra. Hey, I think that uh, the term crypt should be left to a cryptid, should be left to a cryptocurrency. That's some sort of, so that has to be cultural appropriation to some degree. I'm right. Am I alone in thinking this? No, no, you're right. Uh, Sasquatch checking in here. The thing is, we cryptids were the first to start our own cryptocurrency. It just, it never really caught a lot of traction, and then the makers of Bitcoin stole it from us to make their own platform. Oh yeah, I'm the Loch Ness Monster up from Scotland or maybe Ireland, I'm not too sure what I'm doing right now. But um, in Ireland, we used to value the cryptocurrency. It used to be for me and my children and my wife, and then... The people over there in Great Britain thought that it was okay to start using it. Really hurts, man. Really hurts. I have to admit, I'm a little embarrassed here, but I I will have to clarify for not only our listeners, but myself. What was your original cryptocurrency, if I can use that term? Is that okay? That's fine. It's in context. Thank you. Was it electronic? Was it coin-based, ruby-based, jewel-based? What was the actual physical things you were using as currency? Well, it was a lot of just garbage that we found around and we traded it a bunch, but it, that doesn't change the fact that it's part of our history. Oh, absolutely. I think we all know that one person's trash is a cryptid's treasure. I would, I would pluck out pieces of my hair and pass it on to my fellow cryptids, and that was at one point of the peak of our cryptocurrency, the uh, most valuable substance in the world. It just bothers me knowing that any uh, anybody could just log online on the web, any just regular Joe could just say that he's using cryptocurrency, and it means nothing nowadays. You don't even think of Mothman. You don't think of, oh, what was his name? Uh, Mega Anaconda. You you don't even think of old Bigfoot anymore. You're you're just thinking of the horrible things, the dark web, the like of that. You know, I hate to admit it, and I really do hate to admit it, but Mega Anaconda is something that personally for myself I haven't thought of in days. And it just shows that I think we're really looking over cryptids in our environment. Now, I don't mean to alarm you, but I have brought in an expert on the other side of cryptocurrency. I have a Bitcoin manager here with me from Wall Street, Ned Sanders. Uh, hi, yes, I don't have a lot of time. Got to get back to Wall Street. So uh, let's uh, let's hurry this up. Now, Ned, I brought you here so you can listen to those you are hurting. And I think it would be great for you to take a second and listen to their stories. Listen? There's no listening on Wall Street. Huh? 
come on. See, that's the problem. It's go, go, go in the human world. I used to harvest my cryptocurrency with my powerful hind legs and my pincers that could, honest to God, snap a broomstick like it was butter. We have a broomstick in the studio. Would you be willing to do that for us right now? Oh, yeah, this I gotta see. This, this I gotta see. It, it's sacred to I have, a, I have a stick of butter here, too, if you wanna. This is really offensive. I'm sorry. I... If I may interject, Ned, was it... Yeah, that's my name. Yeah. Uh, I have had no time to spend with my family since the introduction of Bitcoin. The cryptocurrency dollar has been so undervalued that I have to work night and day scaring humans and stealing their flesh just to provide for my family. Our family, we used to create our own currency from the kelp and other grime and stuff from the lake that we used to live in. And now because of your Bitcoin, people are just accessing that much easier and no longer using our great grime and disgusting filth from the lake to trade. You see, Ned, just like your cryptocurrency, the original cryptocurrency isn't so much a a physical thing, but an idea, an empowerment that lets an individual create their own economy so that they can buy goods and services, they can be a small business owner, that they can be an independent economical citizen. And what you have done is you have taken away that term, you have taken away their independence. I want you to admit that, and I'd like you to break this broomstick in half. Me, I, I, I couldn't break this broomstick in half. Not, not even if I tried. Break it. I don't know. I, I don't know if I can do it. I, I can't do it alone. This, this broomstick is too heavy and too, uh, it's, it's too thick. It's too thick. I feel like there's a metaphor here. You are unable to wield the broomstick just as you have no right to be wielding our currency in our language. Well, I never thought about it like that. I, I never thought about it. I guess you're right. The appropriation of our culture is entirely overlooked in mainstream culture. It's just, honest to God, cryptid erasure. Next time before you start thinking about taking away our currency and taking away our culture, why don't you think if you could really handle that big old broomstick in between your hands? And if you can't, then just fuck off. All right, I will. Starts in a room, we can start with one. But even one mind changed on Wall Street will lead to a series and an unstoppable amount of people changing their opinions on cryptocurrency. It's not an electronic, weird Bitcoin thing, but the actual money that monsters use. This has been American Life. Please check out Season 3 of Serial, where Sarah Koenig is going to fight some kids at a playground. Thank you for joining us for What About the Internet, an Edmonton-based improvised podcast. Your improvisers were Christopher Borg, Scott C. Bourgeois, Lee Boys, Amanda Buckner, Julia Grakowski, Katriona Hurley, Meg Prusko, and Sam Stralick. Music by Lee Fingbritson and Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. Special thank you to Rapid Fire Theatre. What About is produced by Scott C. Bourgeois, Andrew Paul, and Matt Sherman. Be sure to rate and review the show on your podcatcher of choice, and thank you for joining us and supporting us.
through. <laughs> Are you sick and tired of watching TV on your TV? Yeah. Check, check out YouTube.com. It's TV on your computer screen. <laughs> it's too good to be true, you ask? <laughs> I laugh in your face. What kinds of things are you going to see on YouTube.com? Well, here's a few of our users of YouTube.com talking about their TV shows. Uh, my name is Shoe Nice. I do videos where I eat things and unedible things. So um, I do ASMR. So um, I'm just going to give you like a little a little sample of what I do. Um, so here is me uh, crumpling up a piece of paper and throwing it into a waste bin across the room. Hi, my name is Bob Applier. I play video games all day long, every day, and you can watch me scream my head off whenever something jumps up to uh, scare me. Oh, my God! Ah! Hi, my name is Tamara, Tamara6969 on YouTube.com, and I am a YouTuber. I'll walk you through my daily routines, my morning touch-ups, and my night-night serum, just so you can be as pretty as I am. <laughs> See you there. Hey there, it's Mitch420. I review the hottest bongs, the tightest vapes, and the dirtiest papes online. Hey gamers, what the hell is up? You want to speed run college? Well, come to Nate.